Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Conversations with your host, Reed and Frank. And it's a sleepy Sunday morning. How are you doing, Frank? Still sleepy, but the <laughs> coffee's helping. That's right. Everybody needs their coffee to get going. And uh, we are going to be bringing you another little special episode. Uh, our schedules are going to be a little off to bring any current news commentary. So in this uh, special West Virginia-themed episode, we got some news uh, from the state of West Virginia that took place in uh, 1992, our favorite year. And also, I'll be sharing some uh, random fun facts about the state. And we'll kick it off with the first fun fact. Um, West Virginia formed after breaking away from Virginia during the Civil War in uh, 1863 on June 20th. And it is the only state to be admitted to the Union by proclamation. Yeah, I always thought that was really cool. And you know, I've slowly been writing, air quotes, writing a book on West Virginia history. And, um, you know, that whole period, and one of the big reasons, it wasn't just the Civil War, but one of the big reasons why we broke away from Virginia is pretty cool. That's the subject of my book, because Mm -hmm. it's almost like the same reasons that we separated from England in the first place and and created the country. So it sort of is neat um, to study that period and and why West Virginia split. It just happened to be good timing that the Civil War was going on and everything as well. It was like the, at the time, the western half of Virginia wasn't quite being represented very well by the politicians in Richmond, you know, yeah, exactly. They were hundred or so miles away in exactly. some cases, you know, pretty far. Like in present day Wheeling, West Virginia is pretty good distance from Richmond. So it's hard to just as it was hard to you know, for England back then to represent those here in America so far away across the ocean. Yeah. It was a similar challenge at the time for western Virginians. Well, it was very similar, and not just with representation, but with mm-hmm. funding. And, uh, you know, they would sure take the western part of the state's tax money right. and collect. They would collect, uh-huh. but they wouldn't invest in infrastructure, roads, uh, bridges, you know, stuff like that to transport right. goods and build up cities, invest in municipalities. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it basically was the old... Uh, what's his name, Henry quote again, where he's like representation without or taxation without representation yeah. is tyranny. So uh-huh. yeah, it's definitely kind of neat the way we stood up and split from right. Virginia like that. Yep. All right. Well, like you said, most of my uh, sort of West Virginia headlines are coming from 1992 and uh, even though I don't know this fella very well, um, I thought I'd point this out because we do this type of program here. Uh, there was a, he was considered a pioneer, a guy by the name of Harry Brawley. He was in public broadcasting, and he died March 25th of 1992 at the age of 82. And fun little factoid I have about him was that he was a polio survivor. And oh, wow. he, he was able to 
uh, excuse me, he was able to overcome it and learn to walk again. So that's pretty cool. And he was yeah. a West Virginian. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. all right, nice. I don't think I've heard of him either, but that's pretty neat. Yeah, I hadn't heard of him either. So <clears throat> cool. Well, my fun fact that I have up next is that Mother's Day, everybody knows Mother's Day, was first observed in Grafton, West Virginia, in 1908 uh, at Andrews Church. Um, It didn't become a national holiday until 1914. Well, guess what? (laughs) What? In October 5th of 1992... Grafton, West Virginia, was actually added to the list of National Historic Landmarks. Well, look at that. (laughs) We didn't plan that one to line those up. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I grew up not too awfully far from Grafton. Um, Like where my dad lives currently, where I spent most of my, like, middle school and high school years, uh, was maybe 20 or so minutes from Grafton. So not too awfully far. Never been to that church, though. Happened. We'll have to check it out sometime. Yeah. That'd be pretty neat to do. Well, I guess I'll go with my, my next one since you piggybacked right off of the one I had. Um, oh, this is a good one. The New River Gorge Bridge is the longest uh, steel arch bridge in the Western Hemisphere, it spans a length of, um, let's see, oh, where'd that number go? 1,700 feet. Yeah, and we got to see it last year. That's right. Yep. From down below. Yep. We were up underneath of it, hanging out like uh, a couple of cool cats. And every year, the bridge is closed for Bridge Day. Yeah, which is a lot of fun. You should all go check it out if you haven't been there. Um, what's that little town we stayed in? I can't think of it right now. It's too early. Yeah, it's usually every October. Yeah, but what's that town? Oh, the town? Uh, it's close to Summersville. Yeah, I know it's close to Summersville. And but Fayetteville. Not. Yeah, Fayetteville. Is it Fayetteville? I think it is. They actually like shut the town down and they'll bus you down to the bridge. And a lot of people put up like a lot of vendors will put up little booths mm-hmm. and they'll sell stuff, you know, sort of like a carnival or a fair, but there's no rides or other real attractions. Other than bungee jumping off the bridge. They don't bungee jump, they base jump. Oh yeah. Well so they jump off with parachutes and parachute to the bottom. But yeah. it's really neat, and it's actually, that bridge is uh, featured on our West Virginia State Quarter. So if you've ever had a weird quarter that you didn't recognize with a bridge on on the, you know, in the middle of it, that's our West Virginia Quarter. That's right. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's see what other... Okay, so in 1992... The Washington Post spilled the beans about a special little place that you and I both know, but I also learned from this that it was it had a special code name. Codename Casper. Codename Casper. Yeah, and the Washington Post leaked the story about Oh, the bunker? The bunker at the Greenbrier. Yeah. Yep. 
That's pretty cool. Yep, and because of the leak and all the national attention that it got, uh, it was subsequently closed and has become a tourist attraction. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Wapo. Yeah. <laughs> Washington Post, best newspaper in the land. <laughs> well, that's pretty neat. I didn't uh, realize that's when it had happened. Yeah, I didn't get an exact date, but it was in 92. I am positive about Thanks. that. <clears throat> Um, well, similar to my last fact, um, one of the world's first suspension bridges um, was built in Wheeling, West Virginia, in, I believe, 1849. Hmm. Yep, November of 1849. Wow. Is it still standing? Uh, I don't know. That'd be neat to research. Yeah. I don't know if it'd still be in there. Um, we need to check out. So we got two famous bridges. Well, technically we got three. Uh, the Silver Bridge. Yeah, the Silver Bridge collapsed one time. Well, and then it has a sister bridge up in St. Mary's. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't think of what it's called, though. But they ended up tearing it down. I mean, it took a while. Right. But they ended up, well, I don't know if they tore it down necessarily. I think they did. But they ended up closing it to the public for sure after the Silver Bridge fell because it was designed by the same uh, architect, engineer, or whatever. Yeah. So people didn't trust it anymore after the Silver Bridge fell. Huh. But that's an interesting bridge, too. You all should check out um, the Silver Bridge and the legend of the Mothman. The Mothman. Yeah. Kind of Point Pleasant, or yep. if you're on the Ohio side, the Gallipolis area, where they make the Silver Bridge coffee. Good stuff. That's what it we're is, drinking this morning. It is really good stuff. It's good coffee. It's waking me up. All right. Well, um, I've got a little tidbit here about our old alma mater. Okay. Marshall University's Thundering Herd won the NCAA National Championship in uh, December of 92 at oh. Marshall Stadium. Yeah, I think that's might have been when Randy Moss was playing. Randy Moss. I don't really know though, so don't hold me to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I feel like Randy Moss is one of the few famous football players from Marshall. Um, there's been a couple others uh, They don't immediately come to my mind I'm not a sports guy So uh, Yeah to me it's the thundering turd <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I heard that Well fun fact A personal fun fact I grew up Closer to West Virginia University but yeah, in Morgantown. Yep, in Morgantown, West Virginia, which is the in-state rival of Marshall University. Yep. But I had attended and graduated from Marshall, so I'm familiar with the thundering turds. Yep. Well, and every year, we might as well just mention it, um, every year they do the Coal Bowl. Yeah, they used to. Well, yeah. It's been the world's while. changed a lot, but, yeah. well, but the two schools s- used to... Have a head-to-head match every year. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I feel like they stopped it um, during our time in college. I feel like it was one of the last times they did it. Huh. 
But anyway, to my next fun fact, uh, Oregon Cave is the largest natural cave in West Virginia and the third largest cave in the United States. Well, and where's it located? I don't know. You said Oregon Cave? I believe so. Let me double check this here. Uh, Where to go? Yep, O-R-G-A-N, Oregon Cave. Huh. I don't know where it is. It doesn't tell me here in this little tidbit. I'm going to Google it. Yeah, I, I've only been to um, uh, Smoke Hole Caverns, which I guess is st- st- still a cave. I don't know. <laughs> is a cavern a cave? Okay, so it's down near White Sulphur Springs where the Greenbrier is. Oh, okay. It's a little south. Of White Sulphur Springs. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's on State Route 219. Okay. Well, cool. The third largest in the United States. That's yeah, pretty neat. That is pretty neat. Because I, yeah. I know not too awfully far away is the Mammoth Caves in Kentucky, and they're pretty big. So that's pretty neat. Have to go cave exploring one day yeah i would love to do that right all right well since you're doing fun facts um here's a little one i don't have much to say about it but um do you know who was governor of the state of west virginia in 1992 when we were born um no i don't recall his name uh i can't recall too many governor's names (laughs) Yeah. Well, this guy served for a while. He was in office for eight years, um, and his name was Governor Gaston Caperton. Huh. And could you guess his party affiliation? Uh, He was probably a Democrat. He was a Democrat. (laughs) He was. He he was in office from 1989 to 1997. Oh, wow. Yep. Yep. Other than... Former governor, now current senator, Joe Manchin. The only other governor name I really know is Bob Wise. And I thought he had served as governor a lot longer ago than he did. Yeah. Um, Because um, growing up, there was a time when my dad, who was an electrician for the longest time, worked on the Wise Library on the... WVU campus. So I figured if he had his own library, he must be an old man <laughs> as a kid. But nope, he served uh, as governor in 2001 to 2008, something like that. Somewhere in those years. Yep. So not that long ago. All yeah. right. Um, do you suppose those governors have ever gone camping in our great state? I'm sure some of them have, yeah. Well, there's a good chance they probably did because 75% of the state is covered in forest. I would believe that. Yeah. We got lots of trees. Yeah. I've definitely been camping in our great state. Went camping last year. Yep, we did. That's right. Up at Summersville. Yep, it was pretty fun. 
Pretty good time. It was a great property we stayed on. I loved that guy's property. Yeah, it was pretty nice. All right, so another little fun fact. Not too much to say about it, but uh, the name of the girl who was crowned Miss West Virginia in 1992. You know her? Uh, yep, I've met her several times. Yeah, I thought you guys went on a few dates there for a while. <laughs> yep. Right, not long after she got the crown, we were, we were hitting the town together. <laughs> <laughs> you just a little infant child in her arms. Huh? Yep, she's, people were on the street say, is that your baby? She'd say, no, it's my date. <laughs> Well, that young lady's name was Kim Parrish. Kim Parrish. Miss Kim. West Virginia of 1992. Can't say I've ever heard of her. I thought you all dated her <laughs> all that. Oh, uh, yeah. Got to get your story straight, man. We're live on air. <laughs> well, all jokes aside, I wonder what she's doing these days. Usually, you know, these Miss whatever pageants, there's often like uh, some kind of component to them where they're doing some kind of like volunteer or some kind of advocacy or something like that that they that they do well i certainly have no idea but we'll wish her well yeah so hopefully whatever it was she was interested at the time she's still doing miss well she might not be miss parish anymore who knows (laughs) that's right (laughs) she might be married with kids now yep uh this has been 30 years (laughs) oh goodness well, the, my next fun fact is that 15% of the nation's coal is produced in West Virginia. Well, that I certainly believe. They used to have road signs growing up in Charleston uh, that would say, coal keeps the lights on. That's right. <clears throat> You'd see them all over. And uh, have you ever been to the coal house? I'm not sure. I can't say I have either. It's a house made out of coal. Oh. Yeah. Sounds dangerous for smokers. It's a whole... Oh, it's in White Sulphur Springs. Oh, well. Yep, it's the only residence made out of coal. Well, yeah, it doesn't seem very practical. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it feels seems like it's a fire hazard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, goodness. Oh. What's your next uh, bit? Because I got a good one. That's... Well, I'm starting to scrape the bottom of the barrel. Oh. So my next two points kind of go together. Okay. But we'll split them up. So, well, I only got two more left, too. There were some big... Well, I've got three technically, oh, okay. but these two kind of go together. All right. But we'll just go ahead and split them up anyway. Um so in 1992, there were some big elections that uh-huh, happened, right? Yeah. And you remember who was running that year? Um, like in the state? No. Oh, okay. The national election. It was so good old Bill Clinton. Yep, against. Uh, was it Bush? Yep. Senior, yeah. And then there was a third candidate. Oh, that year. Uh, um, um. Uh, the the rich guy, was he a rich guy? Bob. He was a business guy. No, yeah. not Bob. Uh, hold on. Uh, not old Dole. Are you thinking about Dole? No. What is his name? Uh, 
Oh, go ahead and tell me. I'm going to feel Ross like, Perot. That's it. Ross yeah, Perot. Ross Perot. So I have the statistics for how they took the state. So okay. do you remember who won the state? Uh, I imagine Bill Clinton won the state. Yeah, he got 48.41% of the popular vote. Second was Bush with 35.39% of uh-huh. the state's popular vote. And Ross Perot came in last with 15.92%. Well, that's not too bad. 15% for Ross Perot yeah, in West pretty Virginia? pretty much 16%. i not too shabby, I'd say. Yeah. Well, I'd tell you that, uh, do you think Ross Perot would be a big fan of sales taxes? Uh... I wouldn't think so, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. But West Virginia was the first state to have a sales tax. Well, I believe that. And it went into effect uh, in 1921. Yeah, I almost think I've even heard that fact before. Yep, I believe it's sitting at 6% right now. Income is hard to come by in West Virginia, so <laughs> we'll get it any way we can. Right. Well, I mean, their sales tax is still better than what it is here in Ohio, where we're at now, 7.5% on sales tax here. Yeah. Not so. All right, well, how about for the state? There were big elections in 92, too. Uh-huh. And uh, so do you know what the Senate, West Virginia's state Senate, looked like after the elections in 92? Not a clue. I'll tell you this. They were, there were 34 members in the Senate, and 32 of them were from one party. Wow. Do you know which party? <laughs> the Democrats. That's right. 32 Democrats. We had two Republicans in the, House, in the Senate, excuse me, in the state Senate in 92. Yeah, uh, I believe until recently— West Virginia had had a Republican governor for like 80-something years. Well, and so. it's important to note on that fact that uh, Justice started as a Democrat, too. Yeah. Ran as a Democrat, That's was right. elected as a Democrat, and then switched his party affiliation. Yep, so I wonder if you can really even count that. I mean, well, You can because he is a Republican now, but... I think the bigger win, though, if we're going to talk that way, is... When we got Shelley Moore Capito oh, as, in the Senate, yeah, the first uh, Republican senator mm-hmm. from the state in something like it was something like eighty some odd years at the time. Yeah, so that's that's a real win, I think, as far as changing, uh, turning the tide mm-hmm. in in West Virginia. <clears throat> yeah, hopefully uh, we'll see more of them because it's been a. As far as the party control goes, it's been a pretty sh- one party. Strong, yeah. Uh huh. Yep. But I think it's changing because it seems like the you know people are starting to realize that their values actually in West Virginia more line up with the Republican Party. Yep. And then for my final fact, uh, oh, this is a good one. Um, the Golden Delicious apples. Yep. Or a native apple to West Virginia. Yep. 
and they are pretty delicious. Well, and it used to be every year in Clay, West Virginia, they would have the, oh, maybe I'm thinking of the Golden Apple. They had the Golden Apple Festival every year in Clay. Uh, I think it'd be the same thing. It probably is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I know up in the eastern panhandle in Hampshire County, uh, every year they'd have the Apple Blossom Festival. Or maybe it was the Apple Butter Festival, something like that. Yeah. Apples all over the place. Yep. And um, there's also in that eastern panhandle tons of apple orchards people often go to to get some fresh apples. Oh, yeah. Yummy. Yummy, yummy. And that's well, all the fun facts I got. My last little thing. All right, let's hear it. If you guys, if everybody wanted to fire up their time machine. Fire it up. And go back to November 30th of 1992. Okay. We could all go down to the Charleston Civic Center. Okay. And see one heck of a concert. Oh, boy. Do you who imagine was who was there? Uh, okay. November 30th, 1992. Um... It was big in the 90s. One heck of a concert. Elton John. Def Leppard. Def Leppard. We could all go back and see Def Leppard at the Charleston Civic Center. I heard they rocked the house that night. Did they rock it like a hurricane? <laughs> Is that Def Leppard? I, I don't think scorpion. we get hurricanes <laughs> in West Virginia. Unless uh, you're talking about hurricane. Oh, yep. We got them. We do have hurricanes. Running around all over the place down there. <laughs> well, I think it's uh, probably was a rocking show, Def Leppard, in the 90s. They were like a big 80s band, so 92 is not that far away, so I'm sure it was still been a, a big name. Oh, yeah. I bet they had uh, people out the door. <laughs> Throngs of ladies. Round the block. In nineteen ninety two at the Charleston Civic Center. That's right. They were pouring sugar all over people, don't they? <laughs> uh, well folks, we hope you enjoyed this special episode of ours and we'll be back at you soon with some more contemporary news. And uh if you like what you hear Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many other podcast platforms. You can also find our episodes on YouTube. And be sure to visit our website, contemporaryconservative.net. And you can also follow us on Twitter at ContempConserve. That's C-O-N-T-E-M-P-C-O-N-S-E-R-V. We hope to hear from you. And as always, thanks for listening.